Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Jeff Kaplan and you're listening to The Instance. <laughs> Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. The audible cracking open of a Pepsi can only mean one thing. I saw it. <laughs> Pepsi Max, Scott. I take it to the max. That was perfect timing, because right when it kicked, yeah. the music Sorry. went rump. And it was I forgot like, that you. I, I assume you're gonna fade us up. Yeah. It's fine. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's yeah, all whoops. good. I don't, uh, I like, I like this sort of thing on my shows, so it's all good. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Instance. It's episode uh, 533 of The Instance. Uh, that means we are a good couple of weeks into this expansion. Is this the third week, week three, since the launch of this thing? I think that's right. Right? Yes. Yes. Three? Yes, this is the, uh, because this would have been the third post-launch episode, but we yes. missed last week. So. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. I had uh, issues last week. Uh, everything's fine it's now, the though. the issue of no internet. Yeah. Ah. Internet is a big issue, turns out, for uh, cross-country and continental. 4G. That's what you want to get. Yeah. 4G. Yeah, is that I leveled it? to 120 on 4G. Mm, 4G what... is where it's at. Hold on. Did you really? You you just... Yeah, yeah. Because I was in Germany. Yeah. And it's one of the, it was one of the few times post-launch where I had... Time to myself, mm. and uh, wow. so you know, I, uh, I I logged onto the hotel Wi-Fi, and I had a ping of six six thousand oh uh, on the hotel Wi-Fi. I was like, "This is ridiculous!" So I loaded up, I just tethered it to my phone, four G ping of uh, I think it was like one twenty. Oh. So I was like, "That's perfectly serviceable. I will level." Thank you. Yeah, now that's great. Uh, we're talking about Terpster's trip, obviously, to Cologne, Germany, where he helped host some Blizzard stuff for uh, uh the gamescom convention which happens there on a mm-hmm. yearly basis and um it's good to have you back but i also would like to know your overall impressions of that event even though well, I mean, we saw you do it and it looked really good you did a great job yeah, from our perspective i know i know i know yeah. i was weird i was i was on the phone to to mike and i was saying to mike uh are you sure you want me to do it again and he said look we can't do it without you <laughs> and i was like look mike morheim i need you to say those three magic words. He said, I love you. I said, not that. <laughs> I said, pay rise incoming. And uh, they they managed to afford me. Mm. And I went back out there. And yeah, it was really good. It was it was a weird show in that everything was announced before the show. Yeah. So in the previous years, it's been like, oh, okay, shh, don't tell anyone, but we're going to be, you're gonna, you know, we're going to launch this thing. We got this new cinematic we're going to surprise people with. Mm-hmm. Whereas this time around, it was very much like, yeah, so on Friday, stay tuned. We're going to have the Warbringers Ashara piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo 3 is out on Switch. And, you know, all these things that they did, which I think alleviate a lot of logistic nightmares. Mm. Because if you try and keep a secret when you're setting up kind of, I don't know how many there were, like 200 Nintendo Switches Mm -hmm. and all of the branding that says Nintendo Switch, Diablo 3 Eternal Collection. I think that would have been a bit of of an ask. So 
I get why they kind of got ahead on it. Mm. Uh, but it meant for me, it was super chill. Like mm. I didn't have to worry about accidentally saying the wrong thing. Well, I always have to worry about saying the wrong thing. Yeah. But, you know, about saying stuff early or anything like that. So that was really nice. And I think it was really good. I was yeah. really pleased with the Ashara piece. Like I got to see it a little bit early and um, I watched it like in a hotel room on, on someone's laptop and it was pretty cool. But then in the convention hall with the crazy bass, uh, you know, those drums mm. of Nazoth are crazy. It was mm. amazing. Yeah. Um, so there's some really cool moments. Uh, I had a lot of fun out there. My favorite thing uh, that I that I saw you do was mm-hmm. this moment where you were on uh, a couch or something and a few of you were playing uh, Diablo 3 on Switch. Yep. And in my head, I'm thinking... They probably don't have a ton to say here because it's Diablo 3. We've all been playing it for hours and hours and hours and hours since 2012. And yet uh, you got to fill 30 minutes. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so there was there was a couple of moments of just sort of quiet, like no yeah. one had anything to say while you guys were playing that thing. And of course, the game yeah. volume is very low because the expectation is that you guys want to play commentary. Ears. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't hear shit. I was just... <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got is the game blaring away in my ears. Really? Because at yeah, home we yeah. didn't see any of that, which is no. I, the things I, I watch back a few bits, and basically anytime I'm not on that desk, I've got these in ears that mm-hmm. are playing back my voice really loud. Mm. So I start talking like I this, and it's really disconcerting yeah. what you're saying. Yep. You know, it's um. Yeah. When I was at the couch at Blizz, the when I was on the couch at BlizzCon, same thing. That thing just blares your own voice mm. into your ears in such a way that you feel like you're not doing it right at first, anyway, and then you can kind of get used to it. But uh, all right, well, that's all great. Uh, bits and pieces of that will come up through today's show. Of course, Garrett Weinzerl's back. Hello, Garrett. Hey guys. Hey. How you doing? Hey, we uh we've been doing a fun little uh, stream, Garrett and I and Kyle when he's here, although he's out of town today. But we're still doing the stream. We'll fill out our team however we can. But after the show. Right around what do we start? I forget now. One one. Uh, yeah, two, uh, two noon my time. Right? Four p.m. Yeah, noon yeah. noon 12. my time. Noon central, two p.m. Eastern. <laughs> or noon, sorry, noon mountain, two p.m. Eastern. One oh, yeah, central. Okay. There yeah, you I'm go. I'm bad at time. Nah, we're all bad at time. We I need just to know what time I have to show up. We need to go to caverns of time and then lament the fact that they still have that N64 looking bunch of asteroids up in the sky. Anyway, yeah, looks like old Space Mountain <laughs> cookie going by. I freaking hate that so bad. I, um, I love it because they've they've redone Space Mountain. They haven't redone Caverns of Time. Yeah, no, they'll let that just stay and it's fine. Whatever. One texture. It takes somebody five seconds. Come on, Blizzard. What do we pay you for? But anyway, it's good to good to be doing those uh, those runs and stuff. We're we're hoping to possibly. So what are the streams? You haven't said what they are. Oh, is it island expeditions? Is it dungeons? What it's are you doing? Uh, right right now. It's been mostly dungeons. We did uh, the first week. We did it. We did a bunch of normals and got people some gear and stuff. And then we may have dabbled in heroic that day. I don't remember, but last week it was all heroics. Then we take some time to go jack around people with war mode on and PVP and, Boy, there had to be a better choice of words for that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. Probably. I like to jack around people as well, Scott, but it gets me in a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's been, what, uh, what, what eye level are you now? Me? You've been, you've been, you've been deep. Uh, I'm almost eight twenty with my main. Did you say eight twenty? I'm sorry. Three twenty. Three twenty. I forgot about the squish. Okay. This is. I have such memories of Legion and eight thirty <laughs> or eight twenty was like the number you had to be, and I still think of that. But no, eight. Or, sorry, three twenty, uh, with my with the demon hunter and the hunter's getting there. He's like, I don't know, 
8.14 or something. 8.14. Wow. <laughs> 3.14. Frick. I can't get the 8 out of my head. Squish, everybody. Squish. We had a squish. But uh, yeah, two 120s rocking it. Uh, got a third on the way with... Um, uh, Both Horde? Uh, those two are Horde. Yep, I have an Alliance character I'm working on. Roy. Okay, good. Roy is Roy. doing great. It's the most Alliance name you could get. Oh, big time. Big time. And I've had that. Roy you, of the Alliance. You weren't here. <laughs> you weren't here for all this. Oh, but fellow Alliance friends. <laughs> there's a, like a whole story about why Roy got boosted. We actually did it on the show one of the weeks you were gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I went and spent 60 bucks to boost an Alliance tune. It was pretty uh, much like the whole episode, just Patrick seeing that Scott had changed over to the game screen on the stream and then yelling at him, not, don't you do it, Scott. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, he was, it, he was. Your time is worth more than, it takes so long to level, Scott. That's why they did priced it this way. Mm -hmm. Is it's like 60 bucks or the equivalent of like, you know, 60 hours. And you're like, nah, sorry, I'm just going to. Or more if I start from nothing. Like, I guess I could do an alliance yeah. race and start at 20, but, uh, or do like a, I didn't want to be a, um, death knight or something dumb like that i wanted to do what i wanted to do with a druid and i have this roy character three letter name who has yeah. those anymore so i thought well i gotta i gotta use that guy over there on Terranus. that's the server by the way i told people Suramar. it's not it's Terranus. i was wrong doesn't matter anyway everyone's so cross play anyway it doesn't matter anyway the point is he's cranking it he's got his business going on he's killing stuff and making names and all that and he's uh cranking it while you're jacking around men <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah he's yep. cranking it i'm jacking it and together we're playing World of Warcraft, and it's been great. Amazing. Amazing. To get someone to uh, spank it. Yes, Amazing. exactly. 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 Can't wait to you down that man. <laughs> it's gonna be great when you pull him. That's gonna be really. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. yeah and the road I hope he drops his pants for you because <laughs> yeah. uh, you know that'd be really. You need those. Yeah. I think. Yeah. The Garrett He's invoked. You need. Garrett invoked the rogues. Do it from behind. Nice job. Mm -hmm. I like that. Gotta get it. Well gotta said. Get him from behind. Well said. Well, anyway, it's been a fun couple of weeks for us. We will be doing that stream later today. So if you guys are interested in watching that, just stick around to frogpants.tv at noon mountain. That's 2 p.m. Pacific or Eastern rather. And uh, we will play whatever we're going to do. And we're going to fill up I, I teams. Think, uh, we did normals. We did heroics. I think it's time for mythic, Scott. I do. I do a mythic. That's fine. I had a real hard time in. Uh, oh, what's the name of this dungeon? I went with a random group. They were great, by the way. It's the most communication I've ever had with a rando ever in a dungeon finder run but i was tanking and we played what is the it's an alliance ray um dungeon and it's uh oh, told uh the what the one with the cannons uh yes the one with the cannons thank you yeah yeah told barad i, I want to say barad <laughs> i keep i keep wanting to say barad but obviously that's not it yeah uh, I just did that one just now. Oh, uh, I believe I it is the name one of it. i have not done yet that is a uh, pain in the butt on heroic if you don't really know the fight uh there's some crazy stuff with that final boss or dagor actually you, yeah, yeah there you go told Dagor. the whole thing is great until you get to that final boss and then it's just a uh, banging your head against the wall and we ended up wiping i don't know 12 times or something but it was so great playing with a group that was uh communicative and would like you know no nobody was getting pissed or rage quitting they were saying all right well let's see we could try this and then we try that and it didn't work okay let's go again and we just worked it out and made it happen, and it was awesome. I had a really good just, experience just some with grown-ups. Yeah, grown-ups. I played with grown-ups. It was great. Or some very mature young people. I don't know how it worked, but uh, I finally, uh, I finally ran the mother load for the first time yesterday, and and I would like to say to the gaming audience as a whole, y'all are a bunch of whiners. It ain't that bad. <laughs> Do you think it's because we were all complaining so much that you 
your expectations were lower on all that trash probably and stuff. yeah but also i don't know did anyone play burning crusade like <laughs> we had to take our time on trash yeah get on my level yeah i mean i really <laughs> like that encounter i think the entire dungeon's awesome it just felt super trashy just it felt like every two feet was another goblin who wanted to eat me and that's that's fine um maybe it's because our expectations are shaped by previous exp- expansions or maybe it's because it feels like this round of dungeons was specifically tuned for mythic speed runs for the new competition stuff they're doing i have a feeling that's maybe a big part of this so maybe uh, it's also like it's still it's week three uh and rate uh, rating doesn't open up till next week where we still don't have access to raid gear so like it's it's gonna get easier well, what do you say about the idea that maybe the trash is just not exciting trash? Like, there's no cool mechanics in the I, uh, in that particular encounter, for example. Well, I'm sure someone will con- uh, accuse me of just just trying to win a win a point, but I, I did like the trash. I thought there was some cool stuff in there. I love the mines that pop out that you have to kite. Oh, uh, right, those to, are cool. Those are right. having to interrupt the alchemist to turn you into goo was real fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, the bosses were great, I thought. I thought the Motherload is some of the coolest bosses I've fought so far in these dungeons. And the only other ones I haven't done yet is King's Rest and Siege of Boralus, because apparently I'm locked out of Siege of Boralus because rep, rep grinding, yay. Oh, I didn't realize. Uh, uh, is it behind Honor? I didn't know it yeah, was. Yeah, Honor Bound. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I, uh, this hasn't come up on the show, but I hate rep grind more than anything in this mm. expansion. It's, it's, it's the all thing about that... rep grind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's this time of of the expansion i always want blizzard to nerf humans because the human race tool gives them 10 percent bonus to rep mm. which is super 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 overpowered at this time of you know the game you know there's people who've unlocked uh dark iron dwarves already um you know they were doing that like within a you know nine days or something ridiculous because they're getting 10 percent extra rep from every source dark moon fares up this weekend mm-hmm. so then we all can get a bit of an extra buff by you know riding a merry-go-round, but still, it's like it just feels crazy that that's still in the game. And obviously, once you're exalted with everything, it's the worst racial because it does nothing. Um, but I kind of feel like I want orcs to have one, like blood and honor. And it's just like there you go, you get ten percent extra as well. Cool. Mm, yeah. Now both factions have the same opportunity to do stuff. If you want to have an easy thing, you can still play on horde and just race change over. Blizzard makes money. I don't know. I kind of feel like I need to level as humans. Mm. It just feels like inefficient. Well, and war, war mode gives you the 10% bump, um, but that means... Stacks, hum- yeah, the stack. Yeah. So that means humans end up with 20%? Well, I don't think it's... I think it's like I don't 10%. Think it's how percentages yeah. works. I think it's 10% yeah. of 10%. Oh, 10% yeah, of 10%. 10 plus 10. So it'd be like 100... It'd be like 21% or something like that. I think it's more... Oh. Really? I, think, I don't know, but we'll see. I don't know. How uh, it's annoying. Anyway, That's humans annoying. got it going on. Uh, yeah, they're repping up super fast. It's just <laughs> like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah, but you trade that off for playing the ugliest race in the game. Like the humans depends are ugly. Into, well, depends yeah. what you're into. I'm not into yeah, ugly but... humans. Let's put it that way. That's not what well, I'm Well, each to their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Not necessarily your, your thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm because I'm, I'm of two minds. Because one one someone I was I'm friends with mentioned the other day. Yeah, but Gary, you loved attunements, don't don't you like that? There's some dungeons you can't just run into right away, and and they're right to a certain degree. But I guess I would just rather have old school attunements where I had to run dungeons to unlock other dungeons rather than just it's rep within your exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's all down to world quests as well. It's like, do you want to trade over like forty uh, trade mats that are worth? 
you know, like 2,000 gold for 75 rep. You know, and that's what you're, you're kind of down to at this point in the game. It's like, oh, you know, don't make me feel bad about playing the game. You know, mm. I want to have fun. I want to feel like, hey, this was a worthwhile use of my time. This was good. That was fun. Um, anyway, I just like to moan as well. Oh, Moaning I've... is one of my yeah, favorite and, 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 These are the nitpick, nitpicks. Like, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm so in on this expansion. But uh, there's like, late, lately, I've been noticing the, the little blemishes have been really sticking out to me. Yeah, and also we're in this space where, you know, not that we're world firsters or anything, but we we all hit 120. I have many, many, many friends, including some that I play with in the guild, some I raid with who are still working on 114, 115. They're taking their time. Like nobody's in a giant rush. And so they're not experiencing this yet. We're kind of at this just about to have new content, like on the fourth, a bunch of new stuff drops. Um, and, and so we're in this little cycle of, well, got to go get some rep, I guess. Let's do those world quests. Let's get these dungeons done. Like, I think we're just kind of in purgatory at the moment. And it's not a bad purgatory necessarily, but rep grind, I don't think is anyone's favorite thing. My favorite uh, post in the chat room right now is this one from Kilmark or Kilmanock says Kilmanock. Like he's uh he's he's in the ITN chat all the time. Oh, yeah, good. I'm with him by the way. Okay, good. He says I liked how BC did rep grinds. You uh could could wear tabards and rep grind with a faction. You get a bonus to rep grinding with those factions. You I remember are my that. boy. Yes, yeah, I missed great. this so much. They did this in Lich King too. Yeah, yeah. You could do them in in dungeons post then. I think as well. Um, but back then it used to be you could do any content and you would get rep. Yeah. Um, you know any any stuff that awarded rep you would build rep with your faction yeah so you could choose what... you know you could kill a load of quest mobs that you needed to do for something and have it go towards honor bound or seventh legion if that's what you wanted to race up because you want to roll a um uh an orc or a dark iron dwarf or right. something like that. i do this yeah. yeah yeah like i feel like i'm not running nearly as many dungeons as i would like to because i need to be working on my rep and it's just bummed me out a little bit yeah I, I I get in and go. Where do I want to? What do I want to do now? <laughs> and if I'm run, and if I, if it's my hunter, I'm like, well, it's going to be 35 minutes waiting for a cute dungeon anyway. So I'll go do world quest while that thing yeah. waits to pop. But then if I'm playing the demon hunter and I can get into these things within a second or less, just because I switch over to vengeance, um, yeah. Then I then I'm tempted just to run dungeons with him. So I don't know. It's weird. Uh, the game's. You know, it's never been perfect in this regard when it came when it comes to uh, rep grinds. Reps, rep, I feel like rep is is still a, a a very antiquated system. In when you look at it, it hasn't really changed a huge amount since uh, vanilla, mm -hmm. since it was introduced. You, know, you still rep up through the same bands. You get the same sort of uh, rewards uh, as you kind of clear stuff. You unlock some extra quests and content as you hit each different tier. But it's uh, they they tinkered with stuff in mists. You know, you had the friendship reps, mm -hmm. and those were a little bit more granular, and you had a bit more variance in what was going on, and you could go out in the world and find stuff and give them gifts, which would increase your rep. You know, they, it felt like there were more tools available to to do those. Um, equally, when you have to then do it on alts, it's just like, come on, guys. You know, and and even those people who have. Um, you know, kind of max their reps out with, uh, you know, these these honor or honor bound or seventh legion. I think are still getting served world quests that are just rep rewards or mission table that are just rep rewards, mm -hmm. and you don't get them as a token that you can send to an alt or anything like that. Yet it's just like, oh well, you know, you rushed up. We haven't got any other stuff for you, so you know, whoops. Maybe it's just not I mean, a, that, that it's kind of a player base at, at a certain point. I mean, the amount of content that you chew through to get to that point. 
where it is a problem for you it is a lot. Like, yeah, like, but at the re- same re- time, re- it wouldn't be hard if you made it a ca- final account. That's all you need to do, and then you can give it to an alt, oh, and then yeah. already it's like, okay, I still feel like I can do the, I can you, you know, enjoy the content, do stuff. I'm not sat with nothing to do. It's just that now I'm helping gearing up my other characters and helping them with this. Yeah, because really, you want to get honored because you get your cloaks, and then you want to push beyond that because you can get some best in slot gear until the raid comes out, and just to get ready for mythics and 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 the raid. You know, you do need to rep up. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, yeah, I, I feel like the rep stuff is still a clunky bit of Warcraft. I feel like the way that they fix this for me is that the, if uh, rep grinds and the current rep gathering in the game doesn't have a very satisfying bling to it. And by that, I mean, uh, when you level up, you get a big flashy light, <clears throat> a big sound effect, and it's always an exciting moment. When you do other sort of accomplishments you or achievements in the game, you get something. <laughs> yeah, when somebody when when you've done something for a faction, you get a little little green fart, and you, maybe you've assigned your bar to now be a rep bar that you're paying attention to, but it doesn't have the same zing to it as leveling up, say, your heart of Azeroth. Like that's got a great yeah. I, mean, I, I don't like Azerite gear though. I feel like Azerite gear, yeah. the pinnacle of it is <gasps> five item levels. Ah, you know, it's like I feel like it's such a lackluster thing when you finally ding your heart and it's like, oh, finally, now I can unlock five item levels. You know, it's just it's just so dull. It's like, you know, like the effects before I was, I was looking. Simon's at a three, three, seven item level mm. and he's got the engineering goggles and they're crazy. Like the first effect is like it buffs basically movement speed, attack speed, uh, you know damage health all of these things I'm like holy crap that's amazing and it's you know it's got three different tiers and then the fourth tier is still five item levels but you still got to push up your heart of azeroth has to be like 28 or something ridiculous and you're thinking like are you really gonna grind away at the game to get five item levels mm-hmm. like why did they not just do it like oh you've unlocked the other two cool abilities now bing 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 push, it's five item levels bigger you know, it just felt like someone ran out of ideas mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. I just, I think it's one of the worst bits of design um, in terms of feeling good about unlocking an item. It's it's a little bit two steps forward with Legion, one step back a little bit on that. Um, the, the weapons, the artifact weapons had a lot of other cool things going on, but the main thing it had going was a progression that felt super progressive. Like you felt like you were really accomplishing something when you would unlock tiers and and get enough artifact power to do things on your weapons. This thing Please. feels a little bit more like just, all right, well, I got some stuff. What can I do? Anything? Well, my shoulders I'm still wearing. They now have a new ability that makes me occasionally drop a, a water thing that I can walk into and increase my agility for a minute. Uh, Someone's been playing a demon hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they, <laughs> I like I like the active abilities. I like it feels like they're as dynamic or more so than legendaries were in terms of it makes me play differently. It's like, oh, hang on. This changes my Avenging Wrath to also bust my haste. So actually, I should be using this like more. I mean, I should use it all the time anyway, but now I should definitely use it because this is super strong and active, you know, and it, it kind of changes the way you play. But just the, the five item levels is just so muh. Like it should be like an alt. It should be like the middle one should be like the old legendary effect where it's like, oh, you've got, you know, the Ashbringer or that middle one gives you the the 
Wake of Ashes, the ultimate cool thing. Mm -hmm. Like it just needed a little bit more wow. And then it also gives you five item levels more. Yeah. It's just so, yeah. so dull. Right. It's, I mean, it's nice to have those item levels because suddenly you're... You yeah, know. exactly. I'm, I'm all for that. And and equally, when you wrap up with Champions of Azeroth, you get 15 item levels every time you go from friendly to honored to revered to exalted. And so that that's really good as well, wrapping up with Magni and going back to Silithus, you know, getting an extra 15 item levels on your neck piece is really, really strong. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. And that's behind rep. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But then equally now, on all my alts, I have to rep up to Exalted with Champions of Azeroth. Mm. You know, it's not like a count wide. It's not like, oh, I've played that. It's good. Now on my alts, when they ding, I can get the 60 item levels extra that I'm going to need. You know, they've, they've got the catch up mechanic with um, the amount of artifact power it takes to level up reduces. Mm -hmm. So if I start leveling a character six months from now, I can kind of get up to speed almost as quickly. But I'm always going to be 60 item levels behind someone who's exalted who's just been playing for longer. Mm. So that's like a that's a real hurdle they're going to have to find a way to get around because that will make a big difference. Yeah, I can tell you this. Uh, after doing two complete run-throughs of the Horde side campaign with two characters and Dinging 120, I do not think I can do a third. I can't do it. <laughs> like, it's I'm I loved it. I loved it. Again, in a lot of ways, I really enjoyed uh, big chunks of it. But like every expansion, you might get one. You might get a, one additional main out of me, or one additional one twenty or max level out of me. But I don't think I can do that again. <laughs> I am worn out on that story. I'm worn out on those characters. I'm worn out on certain quests. Like if I go see, uh, if I go, if I have to go and do a. Uh, oh, Bob uh, Sandy, see you coming back to me, Scott. <laughs> What's this? Your fourth ult? You'll be dying too much. You know, it, oh. I, there's certain certain characters are really fun. Obviously, the first time through was magical, and there's a great yeah. story progression, and there is some really dynamic stuff going on. Um, it's just it's it's tricky because it does feel like half as much because it's just the horde stuff. Yeah, and if you play the alliance stuff, it's like wow, this is completely different. This is all really interesting. And even when I go over to Colterus. I don't do those quests. I do different quests, mm -hmm. and I interact in different places. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. But oh, I love that they did that. Yeah. Doing it more than once feels more arduous for whatever reason. Maybe it's because it's you know progresses so quickly in story that it feels like oh no, I get I want to just get to that bit or I don't know. It, 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 there's something about it that doesn't feel as replayable um, as previous ones have. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I felt this way in Legion one after I got the second one to the max. I went, okay, I'm good. Like I just couldn't do it. I can't do a third. It's just it's always that way with me. <clears throat> Doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. And there's a lot of people in the chat room going, guys, we're only three weeks in. Relax. There's lots of rad stuff coming. No, no, no. I know. And this isn't. We're not. This isn't. Hey, let's be critical of the game so far. Uh, instance edition. We're just. You know, you got to talk about where you're at, and that's kind of where we're at. The most fun I'm having in the game right now <clears throat> is working toward. Uh, better dungeon play so I can run with my friends. Like, that's where I'm having the most fun right now. And I think that's what we're supposed to be doing. Like, that should be where the fun is. And I've been having fun with randos. I've been having fun with friends. The stream with Kyle and, and friends has been great. Uh, and Garrett, rather. I said, I keep doing it. I swap you guys out. <laughs> I swap you guys out constantly. Uh, Your names are yeah, interchangeable. Again, I, I, I just take it as a compliment. Uh, take it as a compliment. You're comparing me to my internet wife. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> 
Oh man, does he know you refer to him as your internet wife? Is he aware uh, of this? The internet refers to him as my internet wife, and I just accept it. Okay, uh, he's, a, he's a very good friend. Uh, I love my uh, love my Kyle. Very um, nice. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm with both of you. Like, I feel like I kind of started this, and it, and it went deeper than I than I intended it to. But um, I I don't think any of the points brought up are are, are wrong necessarily. Uh, and 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 your the chat room is right. Uh, hi, Civ. Uh, three weeks is not that long into the expansion. Uh, but we also haven't heard anything about alleviating this, these concerns about r the rep grind. Right. We know artifact power is going to get easier to get, but do we know that rep is going to get easier to get? Because if it do doesn't, this is an extremely alt-unfriendly expansion. Uh, and Legion was too, so, to, a, to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just a little worried uh, that yeah, exactly. it's going to stay that with, way. With your artifact weapon in Legion, you didn't need to rep up with anyone to get it to where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. Whereas now with our artifact necklace, we do. So they need to address it in some way. And I think, you know, the reason they don't make rep account wide is they don't want people to have to play multiple characters. So they don't want, oh, this guy unlocked uh, Exalted in a day because he played through the Suramar quest line 12 times on one server. And, you know, all the rep that we gave for that, you know, now we've got to balance it around that because, oh, otherwise, if we give too much rep, you're just going to go on the other character and get another thousand rep for completing this quest mm. um so they just need to find a way that kind of means that you you don't have that like rep doesn't count over until you hit a certain threshold or something but i'd like it like if you hit exalted on a character your other characters are exalted mm. that's all i want yeah you know it's not that if i hit revered i can then carry on leveling up on another one no if i do the journey i don't want to have to do the journey again yeah, I feel like account wide would be the way to do it. I'm with you on that. Make that a, make that one of those things in the game that they, you know, they get around to doing a lot of stuff account wide. Sometimes it takes a while. That would be a great one. Like that would really make me happy because what it would mean is I could play. I could I could be more. Uh, I like it when the game's alt friendly, and that would mean it would be like, well, I'm in the mood for my hunter today, so I could go play my hunter any way I want to. The rep grind I did yesterday counted, and I don't have to think about it. And I can go do more rep grind with him. And when I log back into my other guy, that stuff carries over. Like, I think that is the way to, to do it. And they didn't bring it up at, yeah. at all. The the Ian Hazakostas interview they did with Lore not too many days ago. That was a week ago, whatever it was. Uh, none of that came up. They talked about a lot of other stuff. World boss scaling, all that. Which, by the way, all the controversy about world boss scaling turned out to be kind of a whiff. Because they say that, at least they're saying, it has never, hasn't changed since Legion. It's always been the same since 7.1 or something and everybody now acts like it's way out of whack and they're saying no we it's we it hasn't budged like we haven't done anything there's a, there's to it. a couple of isolated mobs and incidences where it was wrong mm. and they've addressed those um and equally the way i don't think it's like a, a linear thing i think there's kind of almost steps and so i think there are a few bits whereby you might be like three 19 and it doesn't get kind of easier until you're 321 or something like that like as you push through certain thresholds um with item level sometimes it feels a bit more difficult the only thing that's changing is mob health not mob damage so you shouldn't be getting killed quicker it just might take you a bit longer to kill something um if your dps isn't increasing in line with your item level mm. but you know i don't think that's necessarily uh, a real thing uh, Penny in the chat makes a good point. Flying is a rep grind, and it's account wide. Yeah, yeah. More of that, please. And that's well. 
Pathfinder is a real like that. I, I that is a real journey to get your to get your Pathfinder achievement uh, to unlock flying. You know, I understand they're like, well, boom, that's an achievement, and thusly it's account wide, yeah. and that's the sort of thing. Is like once you get achieve, you know, chuck it around. Right. Well, this is all well and good, but this is just the pre-show, guys. Not really. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still show. <laughs> it's still show for sure. But there's much more. Uh, so Ashara, the cinematic, we should at least talk about it real quick. Um, it is it's amazing. The, it's pretty awesome. Uh, the fish of Nazoth is, is great. Uh, <laughs> Aaron DePaul, that's Reinhardt is Nazoth. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. D, uh, what's his name? Darren DePaul. Yeah, is the voice of uh, of Nazoth and does a does a killer job. How how can that man be one of the most endearing characters in the history <laughs> of Blizzard cinematics and also the god of death? Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. No, he oh, is great. He's it's so good. I just love that he's getting used in these in these other ways because uh, the yeah. guy's obviously very and it's talented. really exciting. So that's the first official. Uh, kind of Warcraft canon of him outside of the Hearthstone card. Mm. So we've never seen him in game. Mm. Um, he is. Um, well, there you go. You got a spooked building there. Look how scared that building is. I know it's terrified. It knows, it knows there's a big tsunami coming in. Hey, can you um, can, hey, actually, Mister <laughs> Lore Lore Man? Can you can, can you clear up a couple things for me on the timeline yeah, here? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so this is basically happening. So uh, Queen Ashara made a deal with Sargeras yeah. to be his consort and to usher in the Burning Legion to Azeroth through the Well of Eternity. Malfurion, Tyrande, and Illidan uh, thwarted her plans and blew up the Well of Eternity, causing the sundering, so the separation and explosion of the original continent into Kalimdor and the Eastern Kingdoms, and then the island masses that we're currently playing on. Mm -hmm. What we see at the start is the resulting tidal wave from the Well of Eternity exploding, and uh, Queen Ashara basically trying to protect what remains of her kingdom. She's not so much saving her people as preserving her queendom. You know, she is the queen and everything about her is about, you know, being this mighty, powerful, worshipped and adored figure. Right, um, you can't so, do that if everyone's dead. Exactly. So she's here at the start and then she's got the, the whispering saying, like, let go, let go. And that's um, Nazoth or her, uh, but Nazoth probably saying like, you know, it's time for you to to just let this go because I need you now. And so this is an opportunity where she tried to seduce and use Sargeras as a way to further her being the ultimate queen. And now she's, she finds that she's in a position where she can uh, potentially do that now with Nazoth. Mm. And Nazoth is crazy. Like we see the, the Black Empire and this is actually, I think, Nihilotha. Like we see the city when it's illuminated seems to be not a vision, but actually the seafloor. Mm. So we see actual obelisks and stuff. Nilotha, the sunken city when Azoth is in theory contained uh, is in this piece. And hopefully we get to go there. Like, I, I hope it's say, kind of, you know, Boy, doesn't it seem like this is going to be raised for some reason and be well, an island that pops exactly. up on a map. <laughs> it's the sort of thing that would be stupid from a strategic point of view because the Naga, they're fine down there. They don't need to raise it up. We would really struggle to assault Nazoth, you know, but maybe if we can find a way to raise it up, then yeah, we can go and take them out. But do we really want to bring Nazoth up? All of this comes back to the the whispers of Ilganoth, as always. Um, and, uh, you know, we start looking at 
uh, you know, the the old gods and the 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 Black Empire being ushered back into Azeroth. This is potentially Ragnarok. This is the end times for us. Mm. This is where it all goes wrong and we are on the back foot and we get pushed back to the brink. Uh, they, they, the old gods keep talking about, or their servants keep talking about the cycle and the circle has nearly come to a close. And that's very Ragnarok is the cycle of rebirth and death. Um, and so we'll have to see kind of what happens but um, yeah, Nazoth, man, what a what a creepy guy. God of death, in theory, he calls himself. Mm. Um, you know, Buan Samdi talks about his boss will be angry when uh, you give him Vol'jin's ashes and Vol'jin's spirit's not there. Mm. So all of a sudden, the lower of death reports into someone. Uh, the um, Hela, she's apparently back or, you know, reforming. And so we know she's died twice and her third death ushers in our coming potentially now refers to Hela. And so potentially we're going to kill her again. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see. You never know. It could mean anyone with all these things, mm-hmm. um, but we'll have to see kind of what comes of it. Yeah. Uh, but it's exciting to see uh, this, this Warbringers cinematic. Uh, if you look at all the Warbringers, are all female characters mm-hmm. and all of them are, utter badasses yeah and it's really refreshing to see that uh across uh the, you know the blizzard franchise to have such strong you know imp- scary like queen ashara here like she's literally bargaining with a god mm-hmm. you know she's there she's she's drowning all her people are dead she's lost her kingdom and he's like serve me and I'll, and she's like eh, if you have been watching me you you know that actually i want to i want to be the queen so um i'll do it if you make me queen but otherwise i'm out yeah like and and you know she realizes he needs her as much as she needs him, and she she plays that. And uh, but the laughs yeah, on her in the end. Tip of the hat. I mean, because she ends up kind of putting him in his place and saying, "Yeah, I'll, it's me who'll be making the decisions here." And then he's like, "Fine, I'll make you into a hideous freaking fish lady, <laughs> and you're gonna have to just." be this like wicked tainted nasty thing for the rest of eternity Each so to their own scott you know i'm not gonna turn her away uh equally <laughs> ten thousand years ago this happened Ten thousand years yeah so if i said to you scott i'm gonna give you ultimate infinite power if you do this thing for me and you said yeah i'm waiting ten thousand years when are you gonna do this scott like mm. what's going on mm-hmm. why have you not done it yet yeah so yeah, right. it's she's, a long time uh, she's biding her time. Yeah, that was the whole time. Illidan was in prison that whole time, man. Yeah, yeah. Ever... He got imprisoned after this sort of thing because he uh, he dabbled in things he shouldn't have to Me... protect. Yeah. But you know, meanwhile, well, Taronda, we're, we're, and... we're all on board with Fish Kerrigan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is Fish Kerrigan. Nice job. Oh, her design is Fish Kerrigan. Oh, no, you're right. Fish. It is Fish Kerrigan, dude. Oh my gosh, that's also today's title. I'm using the term Fish Kerrigan. So the thing title. is, is when you look at all of the um, sort of Lovecraft influences in Warcraft, yeah. the biggest one is, um, was it Azeroth, basically. Azeroth is like Nurazeroth or whatever, which is like the big bad in the Lovecraftian universe. Mm-hmm. And so potentially the battle for Azeroth results in an evil Azeroth that we got to put down or our far distant future. Who knows? You know, I'm just excited to see there's progression across all of this and look how big on the screen there. Look how big that eye is. Oh, it's awesome. Like if Nazoth is that big in game. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. Right. I hope they find a way to actually 
make that work. Uh, they did such a good job with Deathwing yeah. Yeah. and Akata. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I want, I want just a. I want a full size, exactly. Like, could you imagine just this big Cthulhu horror of a monster? Oh, yeah. yes, please. It's cool, but, but, uh, also, I feel like they've been dabbling a little bit with scale. Um, the sword that currently pierces the the uh, the world is genuinely massive and breathtaking when you see it for the first time. And when you have to go down to uh, Silithus for anything, you just see this thing and you're like, my gosh, it was like way off in the distance. And now I'm getting closer and it's not getting any smaller. Like this thing is a monster. Mm. I feel like they've been playing around with stuff like that to the point that they could uh, you know, I could see an entire raid that that is the entire raid's um, geography is the beast, if that makes sense. You start, you know, kind of God of War like at some small part of it, and you and you're you're working your way to the eye or something. But it it is literally the land. It's the dungeon. It's the halls. Yeah. It's the space. The way that it you're was in. described to me years and years and years and years and years ago is the Titans couldn't defeat the old gods because they were just, you know, like they tried to with Yasaraj and they mm. plucked him out and they nearly killed Azeroth doing it. Basically, big clunky fingers. They just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. we're like, we're like nanobots and we can actually go in like surgical precision and mess them up without necessarily messing up as much of Azeroth. And so potentially we are Azeroth's solution to defeating the old gods uh, on her. You know, we've been empowered by her over the years through yeah. her lifeblood of the well of eternity and beyond um, now with Azerite. So I could see that. I think that would be really cool if we kind of go in and start messing them up. But I, I feel like the expansion after this is the Black Empire. Mm. I feel like we're going to be fighting off against all of the old gods. Mm. Um, oh, that'd I be so that's rad. going to happen. You're going to have Cthulhu's going to be back. Yogg-Saron's back. Maybe Yasaraj reforms in some way. Um, we're fighting Gahoon, which is like a giant bloodwormy sphincter thing mm-hmm. made out of an old god <laughs> kind of experiment by the titans yeah. so he's not a real old god he's like a, a gm old god yeah. like a genetically modified one yeah. so i don't know but it, it could be really cool to have a really dark lovecraftian horror um expansion that kind of pushes us to our limits and we fight back again yeah I, I, I just ended up out at the uh, Shrine of Storms on my my Horty, like on the actual map, not in the dungeon today for the first time, just yeah. clearing out some quests. And oh, it's it's great. There's mm-hmm. just everything that flicks madness on you. Everything's creepy. There's tentacle statues everywhere. Yeah. No, they're into it. They that that Sweet. stuff that stuff gives me I mean, I'm I'm I was already plenty excited for the arc of this particular expansion because I feel like that's one thing they've gotten so right since Legion. Legion had this really, really great pace of here's what you think the story is now here's what it is oh my gosh now here's what it is like i loved that and it got personal and big at the same time it was personal with, with shit wizard cadgar and everybody down on the ground and it was yeah, Gul'dan. It, you gotta remember like we we messed up Gul'dan. yeah and if you think about in this sort of lieutenant position it seems like ashara is taking on the Gul'dan position so maybe 8182 will be ashara and then 83 Nazoth, you know, in you know Nihilotha, you know, taking the fight to him, and then maybe if we do defeat him, we inadvertently usher in the the Black Empire, or or maybe something far worse. What if we you start know? the Nazoth raid 
the attunement here, Garrett, is that you have to go fish for the little fish with the red eyes. Oh, yes, maybe. Yes, I'm in. Done. You, you sold me. <laughs> he says, I, I, doesn't he? I, I hope that everything else in the game fades away and you just hear <laughs> flapping. Yeah. Flappy boy. And that's the thing. And then yep. uh, you get Nazoth's voice saying, I am a cod. And you're like, oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> He's an old cod. Yeah, He's an old cod. One of the old cods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we That'd go and cool. play a cod of war boss fight, and it'll be a great time. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. These are all good titles today. So hold on. Old cod. And what was the one? <laughs> wait, what did you say earlier, We're Garrett? Out. We'll have them over there. Garrett, what was the one you said that I said I was going to make this title? It was really good. I, uh, oh, uh, Fish Kerrigan. Fish Kerrigan. Uh, yeah. I liked your uh, per, per, progressive progression. That was good, too. Progressive progression is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone likes that. All right. What else is going on? Uh, Dark Iron Doors and Magar Orcs are, or Magar, how do you say it? Maghar. Uh, Magar. They're ready yeah. to go if you have the, the rep. <laughs> if, you're, if you're an alliance human, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, so <laughs> Dark Iron Doors look amazing. Uh, the Magar Orcs look like Orcs. Uh, I'm less excited about them because they just aren't that different. I mean, I've always wanted a brown orc. I'm stoked. So- the apparently the the scenario in which you recruit them for both is is really fun. Mm. So um, apparently, just the act of unlocking them and, and enlisting them is really cool. Yeah, and so, obviously after this we get Kulterans and Zandalar trolls mm-hmm. in eight one, I guess. Yeah. Um. So that'd be fun. I, Those are I, the ones I really want. I still think it's kind of funky that if I want Nightborn or any of the stuff pre expansion. Uh, and let's say you're back to the game and you haven't played since Myths or something. You got to go yeah, back and do all this stuff in Legion. Like, it's weird. I, I haven't unlocked uh, Void Elves still because that means I have to level up my my Alliance rep with the uh, 7-3 factions. You know, I, I have, I got like an Alliance Warlock um, who I'm leveling uh, to 120, but I don't want to go back and... No. Yeah, you know, but I'd like to unlock them. But not to the point where I want to spend loads of time on Argus again. It's just, but I assume in the fullness of time, they'll just say, hey, you can now play them anyway. I would hope so, because it's a major portion, uh, it's a major part of this expansion. This is the expansion, you know, every other basically, where it's like new class, next expansion, race stuff, next expansion, new class, and so on. So this is a, this is a bunch of new races, and to not let you get them as readily as I think you should be able to. I understand unlocking them. There's a process to that, but it feels like that should be accomplished in the new game, not the old game for those, yeah, ca- for those exactly. characters. hundred percent. Cause they weren't really, be there should be other stuff you could do. Yeah. And they oh, weren't really yeah. a feature of that expansion. I mean, they were in terms of they existed and Suramar was a thing and, uh, you know, uh, high mountain torrent torn were a thing and I get it, but they weren't unlockable at the beginning middle. It was just at the very end. They're like, okay, yeah, these are now a thing you can do. And you can yeah. get them early, but it was basically like a but preview. with both of them, I didn't have to go back and farm them. It was right. just like, oh, I've been playing, so I I had them. And had I been playing Alliance, I probably would have had you know had the rep. It'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you know with all these things, it's just it feels like a little bit awkward for the sake of it. Yeah, so, I'm I'm in the camp of if it means more playable races, I am all for it. But I wouldn't mind if they still would just unlock a couple of them. Like I feel like Colterans and Zandalari trolls should have just been unlocked like day yeah. one. New expansion, enjoy the two new races. Mm. But all of the other ones that are just kind of minor tweaks on models we already have, yeah, sure. Make me jump through some rep hoops for that. I'm all for it. Sure. I want them to put paladins on the Zandalari trolls because there are kind of some sort of lower that you could make it work with. 
And then also I could finally have my paladin joke work, um, which is why do troll paladins always smile? Mm. Because they'd be filled with delight, mon. You know, and that's, you know, that's a solid joke. And it's a sort of thing where people are like, oh, you can't have troll paladins. It's like, well, you know, can Blizzard just help make that work? There is a whole the lot of... Uh... And the, the Kul'Tiran druids look insane. The forms they have are Crazy. Yeah, they're so cool. So cool. So cool. Yeah. yeah. I uh I'm with you on that. And also please any other race for demon hunters on the horde, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, Garrett and I were talking about this the other day. Like all they need to do Nightborn. Just give us Nightborn option and let me go pay oh, you. I'll pay you. Me. Hey Blizzard, want twenty five bucks for no reason? Here it is. I will pay you right now for a race change to a Nightborn from these freaking blood elves. I'll do it right now. What's the dance, the slash dance on Nightborn? Have you done it? Uh, no, I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure it's the Night Elf dance. Nightborn dance. Let's look it up here, because you may be right. Here it is, Nightborn dance. Um, let me play the male one. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's it's the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. So it makes no sense. Like you know, if 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 it is if it's just a Night Elf, if it is just straight up a Night Elf. Yeah. Let him be a demon hunter. Yeah, it's really. I'm sorry, we haven't done the animations. You have. You're now just being pedantic. Yeah, yeah. Got all the flips and all the wing glidey things. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's so many ways to write this into the lore. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. It's not hard. Dan, in his occupation of Suramar, managed to infuse the fell deep into the hearts of. I don't care. Or like (laughs) Chromie comes along. (laughs) Oh, do you want to go back and be a demon hunter? Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be more demon hunters, right? Illidan's gone. You got to keep it going. Start a new demon hunter temple exactly. like you got to start a new Jedi temple exactly. in Star Wars. Go do it. Exactly. Right. Equally, why are the demon hunters fighting in a faction conflict? What's <laughs> happened? Where they've, they've just killed, like they've defeated the Legion and now they're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm in. I'm because... going to start messing up these other guys. They don't care about that. Yeah. They, they sacrificed everything. I have a, I have a, I have a comic that's just waiting to be made and I just haven't had the time to want to get detailed about it because it kind of needs to be detailed. But my, my idea is, and I thought about this through the entire leveling process, have him standing next to one of the prominent troll leaders or something, or he could do it on the Alliance side and basically just lean over and say, um, there will be demons to hunt right like yeah right like they're it's in just, the they're in the wrong kind job of my thing yeah <laughs> i don't know is there are there any demons <laughs> right. i mean i i, I kind of i you know i can hunt but that's kind of the hunt thing you know i'm, I'm more laser focused on the demon right. kind of side of things right it's one of the it's one <laughs> of the first the it's, blood trolls are coming are they demon trolls no well they're you know they're Blood magic, which is kind of demon-y. Yeah, you know? demon-ish. They're, I want th- you to do a, a range of comics, just a world of peacecraft. Okay. And just recreate scenarios, but with everyone just being nice to them. Okay, I'm in. You know, like, you know, just like, <laughs> you know, Anduin up against Sylvanas in the throne room after the siege of Lord Ramar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lord Ron, just, uh, you know, just just being nice to each other. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe kiss him. Why, you know, yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's <laughs> finally bring these two factions together. Just say, look, I'm really sorry yeah. about, you know, the, the whole chemical warfare thing just then. Oh, don't be silly. I understand. You're just trying to protect your city. They're kind of, it's kind of our city. Yeah. Actually thinking about it, it's actually more your city than ours because all the people who live there died here and now they're alive. But anyway, okay, no, you keep it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, here's the deal. If you uh, back to the Dark Irons and the New Orcs, if you wanted to get them, here's what you got to do. Level one, 120, duh. You got to get exalted with the key sub faction. 
from your sides of the war campaign for the Alliance that's Seventh Legion for Horde. It's the honor bound. And, you and apparently to... the uh, Warfronts will make this a lot easier. Oh. So when Warfronts come out, we're going to get a shed load of rep with Honorbound or Seventh Legion. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. That's... So like when we're doing Storm, Stormguard, Stormguard, I don't know if you say it, Stormguard, um, we'll get a load of rep. Okay. In theory. Sweet. Well, let's jump to that because that's next week. Uh, normal and Heroic Old Deer raid happens. That's next week. Battle for Azeroth PvP Season 1. And by the way, that's just normal, non-LFR version of that raid. Yeah. Uh, Battle for Azeroth PvP Season 1 starts. Battle for uh, Azeroth Mythic Plus Season uh, 1 starts for dungeons. World bosses happen next week. See how much fun we have with people talking about scaling then. And then Warfronts will likely launch as well, though it hasn't been directly stated as a September 4th thing. But all signs point yeah, to Warfronts being next I think, week. I think they're meant to be. And I think equally, yeah, I uh, so. as far as I'm aware, it starts off in control by the Alliance. Mm. And so we as Horde get to um, assault. Why is that? Why does the Alliance Because it go? needs to be one faction or the other. Okay. And so uh, Stromgard currently, I think, is um, Alliance. Mm. Because they had to give the Alliance a chance to actually hold it because they never will after this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom. I think it cycles. But yeah. Nice. It's basically in the Mage Tower, so we're just going to be fighting over the Mage Tower. You know what would be cool is if they did it based on the last Winter Grasp. Oh, hang on. Apparently, the other way around. Apparently, Horde hold it. Oh, Horde hold it. Okay. Oh, damn. Either way, either way, it would be cool if they if they based that decision as to which faction it would be on who held Winter Grasp last, and then give it to the other. Oh, guys. that'd be something. <laughs> Everyone that be cool? starts going back. You it's just go back. back and forth. You can still go out and and fight in Winter Grasp. Are people but, yeah. doing that? People play out but, there. I, I don't think so, oh. <laughs> but that would, it's still be, there. That'd be crazy. You could man. go and you could win Wintergrass now, Scott. You could fly in there solo, <laughs> and you would take it all down. All right. Can I get the bosses? I get the bosses and everything after that, and go and get yeah, some sweet gear. Exactly. You go in, try and get some sweet transmog. Yeah. It's a really quick, easy instance, and you can get the chief where you kill them all together. Yeah. I've done that before. Have you done that? Really hard back in the day, but now it's easy because you just tag them get them all together and then press your AOE button like three times and they die. And they're dead. So yeah, oh, I may have to do that. I went, I, yeah, exactly. I went a, you're like, I want achievement. I'm going to do a chief. I did a lot of, I did a lot of this pregame right before the launch of BFA. I went out and just spent a ton of time getting old stuff. I, I soloed um, a bunch of raids, including Firelands where I finally got the set I had not ever had. I think I talked about this on the show, but I got this yeah. set of fire gear for my, for my uh, mage. And then somebody in the chat room or somewhere said, um, you can buy those from those dudes in Orgrimmar. I don't know if you can, though. I think you can possibly buy a similar Yeah, different color colors, variant. different colors. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's not the same. You you still, you achieved something, Scott. Yeah. You did something good. I earned it. Well It done. depends on this. There's certain sets that are locked down. There's certain sets that, that look exactly the same, and you cannot tell the difference. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. There's, all, there's, just, also, uh, there's also some stuff outside of... Um, TOC uh, out out in Surface. Uh, uh, no, we had to. I, what? Uh, what am I trying to say? Where did they? Where did we used to run around on the stupid jousting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Charlie, yeah, TOC. TOC, yeah. yeah. They have. Yeah, there's did. vendors out there as well that sell some yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tournament. yeah, yeah, Argent tournament. Now the weird bit is, I thought, oh, I'll go do that, and I wasn't really paying attention of what I already had. I'd forgotten how much I ran TOC back in the day. Like that, we ran the hell out of that as a raid team. I had so much fun with that raid. It was great. It was great. And I had the entire set and just didn't know it. So I totally wasted my time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good to see a new in his in his native 
uh, town, you know? Yeah, uh, I tried right. uh, gliding on the Demon Hunter, and there's a big old invisible wall. You can't get too far when you fall down that pit. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That is actually fun. Being in old world places and see, and finding stuff that were that did not foresee uh, Demon Hunters as an option. Do you know what I mean? Like, the game was, uh, obviously, all that geometry and stuff was made long before Demon Hunters were a thing. And now with sort of this instant glide mechanic, you can find all kinds of places with walls you would have never reached with any other character. Because like even a like even a uh, mage would have well a, a feather fall you don't have as much control over <clears throat> where you're going so mm. you can't really steer into the skid or anything you kind of if you jump off sideways you're gonna float that way the whole way until you land keeps the momentum or the direction yeah uh, that you had when you when you first pretty started sure it, yeah. yeah exactly it's like um, death knights with their water walking you used to be able to kill people on the pool mm. at the bottom couldn't you yeah something Wasn't like that, that. Thing back in the day oh yeah 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 <laughs> I, I did that once on accident <laughs> oh yeah. on accident was it i know yeah. it really was because right. i also killed myself i believe you yeah um anyway let's see how about this oh this is exciting so uh the world of warcraft diary kickstarter is live this is from john stats yes. he was the game's first 3d level designer my only real complaint about this project is one that Garrett probably already can predict what I'm going to say here because we're both from a sort of graphic design you background. You just don't like the logo? Oh, that logo <laughs> is just It does rough. look very, I had, you know, PowerPoint. Had, <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. This looks like it's going to be on an AOL disc that shows up in my mail. Yes. I'm, I'm you know, and Terpster, you say, you say a PowerPoint. I'm, I actually think it might literally be. A PowerPoint in that video. It may be word art. Yeah, and somebody made that Maybe World of Warcraft logo it. diary. It might thing. have like the Bean Men. You remember the Bean Men from, mm-hmm. from Word Art? I do remember you know, that. Oh. Um, oh my god! Hey, John Stats, I see you've raised two hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. Would you like to take five hundred of that and throw it at a graphic designer? I might know somebody. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know a guy. Uh, two hundred twenty-two thousand eight hundred fifty dollars. He originally was only looking for ten. Far surpassed. Uh, the goal so far still has 25 days to go, so I, I expect I, that to grow. Yeah, and it's with Blizzard's blessing. What I don't know with these things is, did Blizzard have a cut? Mm. Um, or like, And I guess kind of not, because otherwise they'd want it to be of a certain quality. Mm-hmm. So I guess they've literally just said, sure, you can do that. And it's really, really, really weird when you look at the, the old guard of Blizzard developers and see now how few of them still work there. And it's just, it's quite jarring that this is, you know, this is the first one of its kind. And this is one person's kind of collected, hey, here's some of the things, some of the, I drew this on a napkin. This is uh, Stormwind or like, you know, I just want to see something from Blizzard that collates all of those. Mm. You know, I want to, I want Metzen's words on it. I want Pardo's words on it. I want Alan Adams' words on it. You know, I think that, there's there's so many key players. Um, US Gamer uh, did a really really interesting piece where they interviewed um, as many as they could. You know, Greg Street, uh, Pardo, uh, and then obviously Ian and the current people there as well on the history of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool article. It takes a while to read through, but it's like cool. I want that and this, and then all the other stuff I don't know about, all into one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 my favorite thing, I was chatting to Ben Brode a while ago, and he basically um, told me about taunt minions in Hearthstone were a complete accident. Like, they were only meant to have taunt one turn. It was like Magic the Gathering. You just had it, and then the next turn, it was gone. Mm. But it was bugged. And so they were playing it, and then they're like, oh, 
this is this is way better. And that's why we have taunt minions the way we do. Mm. Like, it's just interesting to hear like, oh, so that's how you did it. In fact, the whole thing span out of they were making a digital version of the WoW TCG. And then um, uh, Jason Chase, who hadn't played the game, was kind of like, I don't like how totems work. It's just stupid. Why are we doing it like that? We should do it like this, where you just have a random one. You click a button, you just get one. And so then they, they did it and they were like, oh, yeah, this is way better. And they were like, oh, hang on. So are we going to have in the digital version just one rule be different from the rest of the card game? And they were like, oh, that's, that's stupid. And they're like, but, but this is better than that. And they were like, oh, okay. So then they went back and revisited the entire rule set of the game with the view of, hang on, should we just make a World of Warcraft digital card game that is good and make it for digital and not just a digital version of a physical product? And that's where the whole game got born from. Mm. And it's just really interesting when you talk to these people who were there at the beginning and the genesis of these things that we just now accept is just facts and things. And, oh, there's this genius vision. No, it wasn't genius vision. Really, there was, there was you know, kind of key players who were very analytical in their thinking when they confronted stuff. But Blizzard is an iterative developer. You know, they set out with a goal to do something and along the way, they end up going somewhere else and then just, you know, brilliant people make brilliant stuff. Mm. So I, I'm very excited to read through this book, but I equally want Blizzard to do one because that would be better in some ways. Maybe this book will, you know, shit on Mike Morheim and say, ah, oh, Mike was <laughs> such a dick, you know, and then it's like, oh, fuck, I never knew. And the Blizzard one wouldn't do that. But I don't know. I kind of, I want, I want to have them come in and collate everything and give the definitive story yeah. because that is interesting. And, yeah. you know, coming up on 15 years after launch and then, you know, kind of near 20 years of development, there's a lot of stories to be oh, told. Oh, I bet there's a billion stories. This thing claims it has a bunch of dirt, not dirt, but a uh, conversation about canceled internal projects, which is very interesting to me. So I don't know how much of that he gets into or how much you can talk about. And maybe that's more of a reference to canceled plans for WoW features and not necessarily big game uh, things, but but yeah, like I mean, I, I doubt there will be anything that isn't already public. Probably, you know, it yeah, it might be like Lord of the Clans and saying like, "Hey, yeah, we outsourced a load of animation to some Russian guys. It was a bit crap. We shelved it. <laughs> you know, you can play a version on torrent sites if you look for it. Yeah, um, you know, and, and then oh yeah, StarCraft Ghost wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, you know, we made a cool CG intro though, so you can check that out. Yeah, you know, I, I doubt that he would be legally allowed to talk about stuff that isn't already in the public domain. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. But anyway, I've, I've I've played a lot of cancelled game projects from big studios, and there's always a reason why they're cancelled. Right, they're all terrible. <laughs> uh, like literally, if you play any of them, you you quickly understand. Okay, but yeah. Do you this, think they're terrible? Blizzard, ter- I mean, terrible and. By someone else's standards or Blizzard standards is different, right? I think Blizzard, yeah, they do have high standards. But if you look at Titan and you look at Overwatch, they obviously took a, a view that Overwatch was ready to go out and then broke all sales records and is a completely new genre-defining piece of entertainment across so many different you know mediums. And what they had with Titan reportedly was system upon system upon system upon system of confusing mesh. Um, I think Pardo's view was... It you know wow if you take any bit of wow out of it it's not fun but together it is fun mm. and so what we need to do is put more systems in there mm. and it just made for a very confused you know jumbled piece of uh, design 
where a lot of people were repeating other people's work and doing it differently. And it was just messy. And, you know, people played it internally and they had fun with the game. But the best part of that game was the Overwatchy bit of it. You know, yeah. the going out as a hero, shooting people. Yeah. So and they were like, it. okay, let's pivot on that. Let's let's make that good. Yeah. And that's what Blizzard does spectacularly is they, they explore, they find fun. And then they laser down, and then they analyze the fun and make more of the fun. Yeah, what I would like, to, what I would like, is a book just on Titan development. That would be really interesting to me because I happen, yeah. I know a few insider things that are super intriguing, and I just would love to know a tell all. And then and Blizzard doesn't do tell alls, so probably never see this. But you know, kind of on the ground, who said what and when? When did it look like things were going to go great? When did things start to fall apart? Um, you know, what what kind of what were those fights in those meeting rooms about? Like. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. That kind of stuff in game development. So maybe one day we'll get we'll get one of those. It's like what's the uh, Beyond Doom or there's a great one about id software. I forget the name of it. I think it's that Beyond Doom. Anyway, I wish I had a uh, had a recording device with me in my uh, taxi ride to Los Angeles when I left BlizzCon last year because my taxi driver apparently used to work for a company that did all of the shuttling around for Blizzard employees, and he would just not stop shitting on Blizzard employees and their wow. tipping habits. Really? <laughs> it was they're hilarious. Ba- they're bad tippers, really. I this dude was so <laughs> so intense. It was one of the most awkward social experiences of my entire life. Wow. Katie and I were just trying to get to a harbor in LA so we could get on a short cruise to enjoy our, our anniversary. Cause it's always around BlizzCon. Yeah. And this guy's just like, Oh, let me tell you about Mike Morheim. Wow. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here being like, I just want to go on vacation. Is this like an Uber, Uber guy? Over. Sounds like the kind of guy I wouldn't tip. You know, like, <laughs> you're going to spend the whole time bitching to me. I'm like, you know what? I haven't had a good time. I'm not tipping you. Yeah, I'll pay you. You're not getting agree tipped. That. Sure. Tip is on top. you got to be good. Yeah. you got to be nice and pleasant. How, yeah. how, was it an Uber or a regular taxi? I God, I think it was a, I was think it was technically an Uber, but it was like a Lincoln town car with leather seats. It was real old school. Really? And this guy had the most like like my whole family's from Jersey. He had the most Jersey ass accent. Like I'm like, how did you end up out here? Yeah. <laughs> getting tip getting tips or sorry, getting no tips from Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, it was so uh, I don't do well in those situations. So mm. I was just like sitting in the back, nodding every now and then. I would look at Katie, and oh, it was bad. Yeah, I, well, you know, you gotta have one of those once in a while, just to keep you, just to remind you that you're alive. Have a bad Uber drive. <laughs> uh, we talked about the new content next week. Uh, finally, um, a note that Blizzard claims they did this through a press release uh, that Activision Blizzard claims that BFA is the best and fast selling expansion they have ever made. Uh, they didn't give specific numbers because um, they don't they do that did, now. They? Did they? I thought they oh, did. Oh, it was, uh, it was like four, mi- four million yeah, in like, the first day or something. It was something weird but like that. That is basically, it's, it's including pre-sale numbers. So it's right. how many people, so it's in the first day, but it's basically everyone who, who pre-bought and was playing, you know, we all bought our thing, you know, months ago. Um, but this is then, you know, at the end of the first 24 hours of launch, this is how many copies have been sold. And that was more than any previous expansion that Blizzard had done. Right. But I don't know, you know, obviously they've done pre-sales before with Legion. You know, we all bought it a month or two in advance, I think. Um, so I guess it's still super valid and it's a 15 year old game. And apparently people are still buying it in their droves and playing it. And 
playing on the day of launch, worldwide launch at the same time, felt like there was a lot of people playing it. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, front page of Twitch, number one game, like half a million people watching people flying around that sword in Silithus, waiting for Magni to, oh, champions! Woos! Everyone zooms down. You know, it, it was really exciting. Mm. So I think there's definitely a lot to be said about the hype they managed to build around this particular particular expansion. I agree. It says here, so I found the numbers, uh, 3.5 mi- or 3.4 million copies uh, on launch day. And like you said, that includes pre- pre-sales. So my me buying it like months ahead is part of that. Um, mm. They say that set a WoW expansion record. Uh, they say it's not entirely clear if this figure also includes those pre-order sales, but I think I think we know that now. Uh, through other sources but anyway uh it's a pretty massive number this beats the previous record holder 3.3 million sold in one day by legion two years ago uh 2010's cataclysm also sold 3.3 so they tied uh previous warcraft expansions have included numbers no but it looks like i mean this is what you want right you want to beat the record of the one you just had and then the next one you want to beat that record like that's your that's your goal. I think Mush Potatoes in chat says it really well. He says the great sales are more of a comment about Legion's quality. And I think that's exactly it. It's like looking at Trump and saying employment numbers are down, you know, unemployment numbers. Good job, Trump. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a trend. And, you know, you got to look at what came before helps us get to where we need to be. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the team delivered on Legion. You know, it was a spectacular expansion from beginning to end. Yeah, like I, I really, really enjoyed my time in Legion. I feel like I'm. And, I feel like in BFA, I'm sitting here waiting for, not the shoe to drop, but it's like me. I'm kind of, I'm enjoying the hell out of everything, but I'm standing back, going, "All right, let's see how you do this time, Blizzard. Are you gonna be able to top that last thing? Because that was maybe the best thing you ever made. How you gonna do? Like I, I am definitely but already. Think about how much we're playing. Yeah. Uh, versus how much we were playing at the tail end of Legion. Right. Like we're back. Yeah. Like this is very much like, <laughs> oh, okay, you got us. You yeah. know, holy crap, you've done it again. They've already bottled that lightning right. again. Right. And it is, you know, it's amazing to to run around and have fun. And anytime we can just spend time criticizing them for like 20 minutes, you know, that is that's perfect. That is the time in which we are um having the best time of our lives yeah you know if we're not criticizing the game we're not loving it right i was about to say would we even know about all of these weird little things that are bothering us if we weren't spending 30 hours a week playing this no that's true (laughs) it's absolutely true like Like, that's when i get nitpicky is when i'm i'm in front of it all the time right like that's that's a testament to the game and here's the thing like i've i've fiddle around with every mmo under the sun a bunch of weird korean ones i'll check into guild wars 2 once in a while i like eso like there's some good quality stuff out there but at the end of the day none of them come together like this does ever Mm. they just don't they just don't and that doesn't mean they're bad it just means the standard is that high so even when we're nitpicking we're we're nitpicking at the high standard and there are people right now yelling at their phones going whatever you guys freaking blizzard apologist this and that I'm you subscribe you. to a world of warcraft podcast right it's, it's on you but also the idea the idea Tune in and hear why we don't play it i was too busy getting laid yeah you know and then i got back i played some fifa some call of duty and then i got high and right about a, then it seemed like a good idea to play some wow yeah it's a long draw from his bait it's nice to see that uh, terps are still working on his american accent i like it yeah. oh, I got great. 
That I got, I, you know, people confuse me for American all the time. Yeah, it's happening yeah, right now. Are, that was a, yeah. a a bang up impression of of ninety percent of the car YouTubers uh, that Thank I have you. recently started watching. Thank you. Mm. Oh, car YouTubers! Thank those guys have accents. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's see what's happening around the rest of Blizzard. Uh, hey, uh, Heroes is getting Mephisto next week. He is a uh, ah, Mephisto. Mephisto, the uh, the primeval of, of hatred. Lord of hatred. It's the first time I've been able to play uh, Heroes and not be the most hated character uh, <laughs> on the team. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. He is a he's yeah. a hateful bastard, and he seems pretty fun. And he's really weird um, compared to a lot of other heroes. He's an assassin. He's on the PTR now. He'll be out next week along with the redone Hanamura map, which, by all accounts, is a much better, it's really good version of what it was previously. Oh, it's so much better. Yeah, and that's good, right? Like that last one was such a bummer. Um, it was a shame because it's, it's so pretty. It's such a gorgeous tile set, and the way they've they've yeah. adapted the Overwatch style to to work. I loved what they were doing. Like I loved what they were trying to do. Let's put it that way. It just I, it got away from them. That multiple, you know, trying yeah, to yeah. The manage... payload stuff is so much better now. Yeah, it's, it's a tug of war, much, much and so there's lots of team fighting around the objective. Um, it gets harder as you kind of get you've got kind of three different routes, and so it, it feels like there's natural catch up. You don't feel too behind, um, and uh, then really cool little thing they've done with the the watchtowers is they got sentries on, so you clear the watchtower and then it kind of the the bots will protect it a yeah. little bit. Oh right, um, yeah, I, so I took it like yeah. three times before I realized how it was working. Right, yeah. Like, Where do I? Where's the thing I pick up? Where yeah. is it? Yeah, and you're I was used just to... out on the map, and I'm like, oh, we have sight. Oh, they're sight towers. Sight towers. You have to fight instead yeah. of just yeah. sitting, just sitting on them and having it convert. Having those guys now be your guards. I like yeah. that you got to work for it. I think that's cool. Yeah. That's a nice addition. And it's just, it just also means, though, you don't have to, like, worry about someone just backdooring and just standing there and, oh, we've lost. What's happened? Oh, okay. You know, there's at least some notification as they fight them. You're like, okay, we need to get down there and protect the tower. Yeah. And the make sure you check out Core and ITN. Uh, both shows go pretty deep into what that uh, all those changes are about. Uh, also, uh, what else here? Diablo for Switch seems fun. I mean, you got to play it. What'd you think? Yeah, it was Diablo on the Switch. Uh, it's really, really good. It's really dangerous, I think, because one of the few things that stopped me playing Diablo was um, going outside mm. and or going to bed, mm. uh, both of which <laughs> still be there. Um, it's got all the season modes, all the new theme stuff. Like it's completely parable, um, paratable. It has. Um, it's not Battle.net transferred, yeah. so it's not. And the thing is, I was saying to like guys, Fortnite can do it. If Fortnite, you can play your, your PC character on the Switch as well. Like, come on. And they're like, eh, you know. Yeah, um, we, get it. we get it. You can't do it on PlayStation because Tony's a But what it yeah, does right. do, exactly. <laughs> right. What they do do, which is kind of fun, is if you make a, a character and you play on a friend's Switch, you can transfer that over to your Switch. Oh. So if the first time you play Diablo yeah. is with a friend, and genuinely, as a social game and the couch co-op play, really really good fun yeah and it's 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 one of the best ways to enjoy that and any like they even got it working on the joy con mm. so you can have a joy con and you know they're like i was like how does this work you've got like four buttons how mm. does you know surely i can't but yeah you can you know it all genuinely works um but I was playing on a pro controller most of the time, and it was just like playing on a console. Yeah, you know? and it's a great yeah. console. The That's PS4 the version is real good. That's great. Yeah, yeah it's and they nice. got it. It's, it's running sixty frames. It's yeah. you know it's full. It's impressive what they've managed to do. 
uh, mm. you know, with the game. Yeah. But it's everything. You buy it and you get Necromancer, you get Reaper of Souls, you get all the season modes, you get everything. I just the wish you thing. got the Battle.net thing. And Garrett, you and I have talked about this. I'm still I'm, probably going to end up with it, but I just am bummed I can't do is, that. The way they look at it is seasons are what people play. And so it doesn't really matter. Like every three months, you're starting over again. Uh, so all you'll do is fire it up, uh, start playing a season, and you'll be fine. Yeah, but um, but the way I look at it, here's here's how I play it. I'll do seasons occasionally, but then sometimes I'll ignore a season and just focus on my mains. And I've got this amazing Paragon level that I love to cultivate. And that gets added to when season, season characters yeah, roll exactly. in. I, I also yeah. like the, the unique items that you can collect from each season. Uh, you know, part of the collector in me enjoys that, even though I, I haven't picked up Diablo in quite a while. But, right. Right. Um, but you but yeah. you would. Uh, I guess the point is this. This would be, I mean, I'm going to get it. Who am I kidding? I'm going to get it because I have a Switch yeah. and I love my Switch yeah. and I would love to play they it on there. That. How, <laughs> they, and they do I'm know that. Aware. They do know that. But man, I would probably buy... Another one for a friend of mine. If I knew that their Battle.net stuff would move over, like I feel and like exactly. it would just and, and to be able to play on the PC, have yeah. a great time, and be like, ah, I gotta run. I'll keep playing. Don't worry. You know. And not only that, that that's cool. a thing. That's a that's a th- really important thing here. PC gamers, I am finding just through my own non scientific polling and myself included, they're and hardcore. Evidence. They're hardcore PC players. And their other gaming thing now is the Switch. It's not other consoles. They will they may, if they're super hardcore and they want to make sure they play Spider-Man on launch day and all that. But but if they're, yeah. if they're just like, I need to be able to take my indies on the go and that kind of stuff, that device is the thing right now. So It's yeah. always been the case where you're, you're often either Xbox or PlayStation, but everyone tends to be Nintendo. Yeah. So you would have like, oh, I've, got, I've got a DS, so I've got, a, you know, I've got this, I've got that. Yeah, and the Switch is now becoming that. It's got a huge install base, uh, lots of great games coming out. They've got their online services launching soon as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Diablo is expensive as all Switch titles are, yeah. sixty bucks. Yeah, but it is all the games. It's just tricky because obviously we already own all of those things. Yeah. You know, I have Rise of the Necromancer, I have Reaper of Souls, I have all these things. Right, but. Do I want to have and pay that to be able to play it kind of as I'm sat on a bus somewhere or doing something? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, I think, so, I think Blizzard knows that. Someone in the chat says, um, action RPGs on a, with a controller? Hmm. No, no, no. This is an established thing. Blizzard Blizzard nailed it. It they works. got it yeah, with it with their uh, whatever the. This is not new. This this is this has been proven on the PS4. Yeah, and it's good. You got the dodge. The dodge is actually kind of fun, and you kind of get used to just kind of you know rolling out of mm-hmm. um, telegraphed attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, they it they killed it. Work. I mean, uh, the interface is pretty strong as well. There's no touch in there, and mm. I, they were like, it just doesn't feel good. And I was like, yeah, but I like it for menus. Mm. Like I'd like to be able to like oh that thing and that thing. But um, yeah, past that, it, it works across all of the controller inputs. Mm-hmm. Um, you in all the configurations uh there's local offline offline mode firstly it's the first time you can play diablo 3 offline that's true and then when you when you sync back up that's it boom away yeah. you go so the only thing you don't have been. available in offline mode is leaderboards mm. so it's like all right fine fine yeah, with me don't cool. ever, <laughs> i don't pay attention to any of that stuff yeah. anyway so but like yeah. all of it like uh gr- riffs greater riffs all that stuff's in there right like all yep. of it yep. whole shebang damn it i'm gonna have to get it Season Agreed will be there when it comes out in theory, I guess. It's coming out in full, and we haven't got that much left of full. So um, I reckon it's a, a month or two. Adam in the chat, to answer your question, he says, if you guys tried it on the Steam controller, it doesn't. the PC version does not support controller input. No. Uh, they never did that. It's complete re, 
done interface for consoles because that's how you should do this. Uh, you don't want to try to, you know, cram it in there and make it work out. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it would be good because the PC version doesn't have the dodge. Right, right. Makes you have a big to enable that on controller, controller work, mm-hmm. which is I don't know, but yeah, I agree. It is fun. Genuinely, you can play the game and you can you can be very in control of what's going on. Yeah, maybe like it's if, if at BlizzCon they get up and announce Diablo 4, my excitement level will, will probably go down for this because. I'll be thinking about what's next, right? Not just another port of three. But. Yeah, but the thing is, if they if three will be the groundwork, which means four comes out day and day on the Switch, mm. and you can start making your choice in terms of where do you want to play that next iteration. Mm. Uh, and it might not be four. It might be Diablo 3. Um, Forever. Or Revenge online. Or, or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, Deckard's back. But yeah. he's pissed. Yeah, he's you know, pissed. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. a demon. I'm going to open up a can. <laughs> I'd play that game. That sounds all right. Um, All right, what else? Uh, Hearthstone, what's going on over there? Anything? Oh, I forgot to mention, Uh, there's rumors of a Netflix Diablo show. If you watch the uh, 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 Castlevania animated series that was on Netflix, and there's a second season of that coming, super gritty, hardcore, bloody, awesome thing. It's great. It's better than any recent Castlevania game, that's for sure. Uh, there's, There's a rumor that Blizzard is in talks with Netflix for an original animated series based in the Diablo universe. I don't yes. know if any of that's corroborated or confirmed yet or any of that, but I think right now it's purely rumor and it sounds awesome and I would be totally... The, the, the Castlevania series is awesome, so uh, give me something in Diablo in that style, I will watch it. Yeah, totally, dude. Make it bloody. It doesn't have to be I all sweary. I will not spend more money because I'm already spending money on Netflix on yeah. that. It doesn't, totally. it doesn't need to be cussy. It doesn't have to have a bunch of sex in it, but it needs to be bloody and gory, okay? Scott, don't. Don't don't ruin it already. Let yeah. Sex in if they want to put sex in. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not their dad. Deckard I would Kane. like violence and sex. Is, right. that, is that okay? Deckard, yeah. Deckard Kane and Le- Leia. Oh wait, she's his oh, uncle. Wow. Never mind. Don't do that. Technically not related. Sorry. Hearthstone. Let's go back to Hearthstone. What's happening here? If, if I was in control of this this conversation, puzzle apps I, I, I would out. eject you from the call. Right. Oh, hey, your favorite new mode, puzzles. Puzzles. Yeah, really I good. actually, really I have to, I have to eat some humble pie. Uh, this is my favorite single player mode ever. Mm. Really, it's really, really good. That's a lot for you. To- I nearly, I nearly smashed up uh, my laptop playing it. But yeah, that's a lot, a lot to hear Garrett so say that. Because the thing is, is it's mad because I would keep doing exactly the same thing again, even though I know it didn't work. <laughs> <previously>. <laughs> But I'd be like, no, because I have to. Because I ha- so this guy needs to be on three health. So mm-hmm. this I have to do this. Okay, now a trick, but now it doesn't work, you know. And it's just yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm small now, but holy crap, I I was I was very close to just killing your everyone. angry Terpster voice is like a yeah. British Charlie Day, and I love it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I mean, you you well, normally God. normally Garrett, you're pretty poo poo on the single player modes. What, what, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not for, I'm, I'm poo-poo on it for my own personal enjoyment of the. It's not for me most of the time. Like a lot of people are like, "Why do you get so mad about a thing you don't pay money for?" It's like, no, if you enjoy it, enjoy it. It's all for you. It's just uh, like I don't get excited about it. But um, yeah, after the last episode, when I really like, it was a knee-jerk reaction because Patrick was like, "Oh, you do the Hearthstone show and you don't, you didn't watch the video on this." I'm like, "No, I didn't," because I don't care about single-player modes, uh, and we don't talk about it on the show because there's. What do you like? There's no strategy. The, the dungeon runs very, very deep. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, hope you get lucky is the strategy the dungeon runs, mm -hmm. um, which is part of the reason I, I don't particularly love that mode. Uh, so, and I, I will, I, I wish Patrick was here to defend himself because I did end up going and watching the video and it was so dull. Mm. Oh my God. It's, it's the majority of the videos I'm talking about interface and I love interface and I was yeah. falling asleep watching this. We believe the best interface is one you don't see. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, well, I would I say one, I... one that works. <laughs> But I got to say, like, after after all of that, after poo-pooing <laughs> on it and, and after saying that the, the video for it was one of the most boring things I've ever watched come out of Team 5, uh, it's a great mode. And the interface is awesome. They knocked it out of the park. Having a restart button yeah. uh, and not having to come out of the puzzle and select the next one because they are all one-turn puzzles, it is perfectly executed. Mm. I mean, I, I, maybe I need to check this then because I was... Don't, Scott. You will... You will you end up killing yourself and someone else. It is so frustrating. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely. I, uh... And the thing is, is I did them without looking up solutions because that was the whole th the discipline. But like doing it now, with there being now enough time where people would that you, I'm sure you can get like full walkthroughs and stuff on YouTube. Like the temptation would be too too much, yeah. and you'll ruin it. I I get it. I I'm I'm just kind of a. I like puzzle. I like a good puzzle game, and, and and I was thinking of it as just oh, this is another little throwaway kind of brawl thing. But hearing Garrett say that, and even hearing your frustration, it sounds like I don't know. I might be into it. I'll check. I it out. I, I, I really am surprised. Like mm. really yeah. surprised. Uh, and and again, may, maybe much like the mother load, it's my expectations being extremely low. But I don't know. I think there's something special here. So finally, in Overwatch, there's not a lot happening right now. But we didn't get a chance on the show to talk about the diva. Uh, short shooting star. Yeah. I don't love it, and I'll tell you why. Oh, really? Yeah, what? here's here's what I know. I know. Well, let me explain myself. Is it so I'm a male companion. I'm a giant. No, okay. <laughs> I'm a giant diva fan in the game. I love playing her. She's one of my favorite characters. I think she's awesome. Uh, when I heard this was about her, I got really excited, and I went and cranked it on. And what I got was again, got to be a better way to word that. A, when I heard it was about deeper, I just started cranking it. Yeah, I started cranking it. I turned it on, and uh, that doesn't work either. I, I push play on the button for the video, and um, I get some dude I don't know or care about, and never understood why I was supposed to give a rat's poo about this dude. And uh, turns out she's got, what, P PTSD from pre previous battles, so it's not all bubblegum and... Uh, and Pop-Tarts for old Diva. That's all fine. It's all really tropey standard story stuff. My problem with the action was that it looked really cool. Like, really cool, the action. But it was just a... It was almost like a demo of running through her abilities. Here's her yeah. defense matrix. Here's her missile thing. Here's her regular shooty deal. And by the way, all this flying she do, does, she can't really do that in the game. She, it's short bursts with shift and those I, are cool I, now. Genuinely, I think when I was watching it, I was like... They're gonna put this in the game, like they're gonna have a dog fighting because they did it with Lucio Ball. Like Lucio Ball was like, you know, if I said to you, you're gonna be playing Rocket League and Overwatch, yeah. you'd have been like, yeah. And then they did it. Yeah. Um, like I, I look at this and I think genuinely it'd be good fun to fool around with some of the flying characters in a sort of aerial combat type, you know, open play mode. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I think I think they could and should. Um, I, I completely agree with you. The first time I saw it, I called what was gonna happen before it happened because it's super cliche yeah um my favorite scene is that ptsd scene mm -hmm. when she's there just looking at the battle damage on the mech and then cutting back with the rain going everywhere and it's like i'm hit i'm hit 
and you know her being a 19 year old girl having to deal with that sort of crap mm-hmm. but still everyone else is out you know r and i thought everyone had died but no they're just they're out recovering their mechs are destroyed but they're just taking some time out mm-hmm. meanwhile she's like I, I can't take time out because someone needs to be here someone needs to be here in case it happens and everyone's saying yeah but it won't don't worry and then it does mm-hmm. and she jumps in she does it it's where the overload ability, I guess, the genesis from that, she then obviously builds in so she can press a button right. in the game so we haven't got to do a skill shot. Right. Even though I'm like, that probably sounds like a fair kind of compromise there. <laughs> you, know, you, would, you would die to a lot less diva ults, right. uh, but pros would probably be even more powerful with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think it's a, a very cool thing. I don't really like the, 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 the co-friend guy um he's just, just useless like, again, he doesn't he's not there yeah, for anything and he just feels again very generic like yeah. it you know he doesn't doesn't really add too much to it there's a bug it issues like hey to- i'm gonna eat these cheeto chips and also a thing that looks like mountain dew because i'm a gamer check me out i'm a gamer i wasn't into that it, it, i i will concede it, it it does have a little bit of a uh i think uh and it, the same issue i have with terminator one which is uh i think any mention of the war in the past or i guess future in uh terminator one is more interesting than the movie itself oh right <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah that's good the, the, that's good the ptsd flashbacks like i want to see the fight in the rain that's what i wish this uh that's what i wish this was but at the same time i don't know i really i really dug the story they told with with diva and I like that she's kind of this like control freak that feels like she has to carry the burden, even though no one's asking her to. Um, I don't know. It's I, all right. I still, I still dug it. And Diva is my favorite freaking Overwatch character. Yeah, she's so, great over there. She's amazing. She's an incredible player and her character. I love playing her, but I don't know. This some of this just came off as yeah. So, somebody uh, Bo yesterday on Core. We did Core late this week. He made a, a pretty interesting point. Everybody's been talking about the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven thing video that got released and all that. And kind of getting in the mood for, you know, your your Blade Runner kind of future and stuff. And he says, it, it occurred to him the other day, Overwatch is Disney-ified uh, cyberpunk. Like, yeah. people have cyber yeah. implants. It's Sombra. People- the character they showed was Sombra. Yeah. You know, V yeah. was literally Sombra. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So if you think about it that way... I mean, you can get a little off the Disney platform if you go search stuff on Google. I well, now I wish. It. Uh, oh God, Kyle or <laughs> Scott, I just did. What you <laughs> you did just it did it. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I wish Kyle was here because uh, Kyle always. Kyle always. Google's Kyle's not stuff. big on. He's not big on Blade Runner, and uh, his his thought is that there's there's two schools of of sci-fi. Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer Blade Runner or do you prefer uh, Fifth Element? Because mm. they're both especially when they're on earth uh you know you know cut from the same cloth but the the tone is so wildly different oh yeah no it's a uh, cyberpunk as a genre is is a negative nilly the 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 big thing though i would say to him is i'd say oh young kyle know this there probably is no fifth element without gibson's novel Neuromancer. Well, I don't think that's necessarily. I don't think he's making that argument. I think he's just saying that that one is one is fun and and a, a good place to revisit, and one is a real downer and probably not something you put on for fun. Yeah. Although I disagree. When I'm sick, I put on Blade Runner because I've seen it a million times and it puts me to sleep. Yeah, I love Blade Runner. Freaking, it, dep- it depends on what stage of life I'm in. Right now, I really like dysto- dystopic stuff, so I'm super into it. <laughs> but as, but ask me at a different time, and I might go, oh yeah, I want it bright and shiny. You know, and 
Yeah, I totally get. But what yeah, so saying. I think I think the Overwatch animated shorts were originally uh, envisaged to be about three months, every three months, and it's because they had this new rendering style and engine. It was going to be much quicker than the previous sort of nine to twelve month style of the pre-rendered cinematics from WoW and stuff like that. Yeah. The problem is, is Blizzard realized, hang on, we can render these things so quick. Why don't we put more stuff in them? Let's mm-hmm. let's make them twice as long. Let's make them three times as long. Mm-hmm. And it's turned into an annual event now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. you know, I want them to scale the stories back because I want more ver- variety of character and story. Like genuinely, like like Lucio getting his legs uh, recalibrated. Yeah. And you know, you know, cool. Tell me about he's got robot legs. How did that happen? Or maybe like you know, what's it like dealing with those? Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to always, hey, another party, rule the music. But maybe he's like, you know, he lost his legs in a really scary way and he's dealing with some demons. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's really cool things they can explore that these shorts were meant to bring us. But because they're getting so awe-inspiring and wow, and like that aerial combat scene was incredible. That was really good. And like, you know, like literally when she's falling through the air and boom, I was like, whoa, this is, this is exceptional. Yeah. However... I could shelve the exceptional moments to have more regular moments. Yeah, I also like the I like the um, uh, Matrix style thing she was fighting. Was, uh, yeah, wasn't it? Oh, they were like Sentinels, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, Sentinel. Yeah, they were like Sentinels. Yeah. I, 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 I cool. would like them to roadmap this stuff like a Marvel movie. Give me a short for every single hero with their origin story, and then announce that you're doing a, a longer form one where they all get together yeah. and kick butt. Oh, exactly. Could you imagine the Avengers of Overwatch? Oh like my gosh, how cool that would be! It'd be amazing. That'd be the coolest. I would watch the that. Coolest. I would watch Everyone that right now. It. Yeah, because it's too. got the same grounding as Marvel Comics did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all these nerdy geek guys like them, but they're genuinely good stories, mm-hmm. and that's all yeah. you need. Because then people go, we go, and we tell everyone, "Nah, seriously, it's really good." Everyone else goes, and then they're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Overwatch could rule the world if they wanted to. Uh, if they wanted to just be like, "Hey, we 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 have a partnership with with Pixar and Disney. They're going to be writing some movies and oh, putting them gosh. out for us, dude." I mean, they really. I don't think could. Blizzard will ever do a movie partnership again. I think they were so burnt from the legendary thing. Yeah. And you look at, you know, like Duncan Jones has said, like, yeah, that ain't happening again. Uh, you know, it it genuinely is. Blizzard is a control freak of the highest caliber because they equally have the highest caliber working with them. Right. So oh, why partner? They've got infinite money. They have the best people in the world. They don't need someone else. But that's why they, Netflix is the perfect partner because. Netflix has a track record of giving full control to whoever to needs it. it? Well, Why you just need, need a place. You just need a place where the broader audience can get it. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, but YouTube. You put it on YouTube. You yeah. put it on the launcher. Like the thing, they can put it anywhere. They could. They can put it on Netflix as well. But very few people have Netflix and can't get YouTube. Uh, maybe you know, there's 130 million Netflix accounts. How many YouTube accounts are there? Oh, there are way more. But my point is, it takes it takes it from internet culture to broader culture it takes it to a place where, where people see oh it's on netflix oh uh yeah. that's interesting i'll check this out and see what this is i think there's some there's some credibility there that they don't earn any other way they earn it with us automatically because we're just stoked yeah, about yeah. it but potentially people, yeah i just don't think they i don't think they need to in all fairness i think they they can create a destination piece and we've seen that you know their cinematics go to the front page of reddit front page of youtube you know, like Old Soldier got like, what was it, like two, three million views in yeah. the first like Did all right. 24 hours, 
12 hours yeah. you know that that blows a lot of netflix stuff out of the water yeah um anyway i don't know i just think that you know blizzard would be better uh just being blizzard doing blizzard stuff yeah be like they'd blizzard be is what we're they'd saying make some good stuff. everybody be like blizzard uh all right well that's gonna do it for uh today's show everybody big big show hope everybody enjoyed it i know i did i can't wait to uh just talking about why i want to play it right now um if i was patrick i would be <laughs> because that's what he does when he's on the show just kidding patrick hope you're having a good time yeah. in france uh hey uh don't forget the website the the instance.net you can go find this and archives of the show and all that stuff uh before we get out of here we'll go around the room amove.tv for garrett garrett anything going on you want to mention to people I'm still talking a lot of Warcraft lore on my solo show, so go find that. R2-T2, wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, just me. I did a thing on Wansamdi and Loa because I realized that I didn't know much about them. And if I was going to read up on it, might as well do a show about yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Make a show. That's a great idea. Amove.tv. You can find that and many other fine shows happening over there. Uh, Terpster, anything happening with you? You probably, uh, you know, a little bit nope. of a reprieve for a minute until BlizzCon or something. Yeah, and no, I'm looking forward to BlizzCon. Be yeah. good fun. Yeah, should be good. I'm going, of course. As, as, uh, as Blizzard asked us to do uh, a podcast panel thing again, like they not did last yet. Week. I did nope. reach out and nope. ask. I missed it, Scott. I missed it. I know they did it to spite me. They <laughs> knew I wasn't going last year. The only time, and they're like, you know what? You can have a podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah, I reached. I reached out and asked them, and they have not said they've come back with anything definitive yet. But also, they're always kind of last minute on this sort of stuff. I was about to say, we didn't hear about the stuff uh, around this time last year. It was a little later. Yeah, so they probably are still getting their crap together. Plus, they just had a big turnover in the community team. And they're uh, doing stuff out in PAX as well at the moment. And I don't know, because Ian's out in PAX. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if they were going to talk about 8-1 stuff there. Well, he's doing the um, keynote, isn't he? Or something? He's, I think doing, it's... he's doing something there. Yeah, so the I'm hoping that, because if you remember with Legion, we it was coming out and we had the... Uh, 7-1 trailer was premiered at Gamescom with the game coming out uh, like a, a week afterwards or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, there's the confidence we have. Is like, you know, we haven't even shipped the, the expansion. We're going to talk about the next patch. Right. And right. whereas this time it's out, but I think that they, they were super busy. So it's like, you know, it's got to be soon though. We've got to be talking about 8-1 soon. Yeah. I think that if it's a keynote, it'll probably, it may be more generalized topics about leading a team and, you know, how they reach their goals or whatever. But hopefully they get specific and talk more about what uh, what's going on with 8-1 because everybody is very excited about the progression of this expansion. So we'll see, uh, I guess, yeah, this weekend, right, is PAX. Starts today? Yeah. Yep. Ish. Yeah, PAX, PAX West, and then there's Dragon Con going on. Mm-hmm. And a few things going on. If you want hairy men and hairy suits, sweating like pigs, yes, go to Dragon Con. Yes. Um, <laughs> One of them is Justin Robert Young. Yeah, one of those will be him. See if you can find him. A needle in the haystack, as it were. Hey, Instant Show is our uh, Twitter account. You can find me at Scott Johnson. Garrett Art for Garrett. Terpsters at the underscore T. And you can find more shows like this at frogpants.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett, for Terpster, and for Patrick. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Buxley may cause drowsiness. 
Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about herbalism. Dear Buxley, what can you tell me about herbalism? Herbalism? That guy? Oh, Mr. Herbalism is the vendor way out on the coast of Zuldazar. Herb has a lot of great deals on... Wait a minute. You, you mean flower picking. Well, that's different. Herbalism is fairly easy, but it can be confusing. You can be out in the middle of the jungle with plants all over the place, and yet you can't pick any of them. Then other times, you'll see plants sticking to the wall or the side of a tree, which you can pick. You have to be very careful of these. Most of those are real, but there are some jokers in Azeroth that think it's pretty funny to suction cup fake herbs to walls. If you hear a loud pop like this, then that's a fake herb. People that practice herbalism are pretty easy to spot. You can be riding around discussing strategies about how to handle a particular bad guy, and the next thing you know, you're riding alone. You look for your companion, and they're way behind you, staring at a flower. Now, don't get me wrong, herbs are great. You just have to be sure that if you're with an herbalist, you aren't in a field of flowers before you go charging off into battle. Thanks for your question! If you'd like to see what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. You can listen to the archives at AskBuxley.com. Herbs are money, friend! Sylvanus and Jaina square off in new battle over boat suppression. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. While relations between the Horde and Alliance have seesawed between cautious cooperation and open warfare, one constant on Azeroth has been the ongoing battles over intellectual property. An unexpected new front in this war of ideas opened recently when Sylvanus Windrunner filed suit against Jaina Proudmoore, alleging the mage infringed the Banshee Queen's copyright on, quote, dramatic entrances through parting clouds via aerial transport methods that defy the laws of physics, unquote. Sylvanus claims that on or about August 7, 2018, she was conducting defensive operations on the ramparts of Lordaeron when she witnessed Jaina arrive on the scene in a flying galleon. This entrance was so similar to how Sylvanus arrived at the Battle of the Broken Shore that the Queen screamed in frustration, causing the deaths of dozens of nearby Alliance and non-Forsaken Horde. The suit seeks monetary damages for Sylvanus's emotional distress, compensation for the loss of value of the dead soldiers, partially offset by their value as risen skeletons, and a cease and desist order on the further use of the aforementioned galleon. Miss Proudmore's spokesmage said she was unavailable for comment due to a previously scheduled trip to visit family, but that this latest move by the Queen of the Forsaken was a very shippy thing to do. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at FrogPants.com.